This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Further introduce, let's uh, bring in Miss Peralta. Ellen, how are we doing this afternoon, this evening? Pretty good, just a little sore. How are you guys? Uh, we're, we're, we're hanging in there. We're just having some fun. We just got done talking to Josh. We were we were just about to make fun of Greg Hardy get, getting uh, face <laughs> in his debut because we just had jo- we just had Josh on here a few weeks ago. <laughs> I missed Helen. that one, eh? Helen. You, yes, you, did, you did sound really crazy since the last time we've spoken. Uh-oh, what's she doing? You've oh, done sound crazy, man. I uh, saw you go go shirtless. Oh, man. yeah, her weigh-in, her weigh-in. I thought, I I'm thought not, you topless. Yeah, it wasn't topless, though. I had as much covering as my opponent did. <laughs> Think about I got, it. I got to give you props for that, man. I, I was like, Steve, like... Like, she said, like, well, no, when we had her on, she said, she she said, don't miss weigh-in. She's like, yeah. you know, message for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man. can we tell, point. can we tell Helen, can we tell Helen what happened after oh, our man. interview with her? Steve, no. what happened? No, uh, we're not allowed to talk to Christina. No, 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 let him, let him talk. You, yeah. you so, stop. Hi, mom, for you. Talk. Last time you were on, right, you said you had a great quote. It went. I am the only one to have a win over Misfit Ferrer, the now champion for BKFC. So we were trying to get her on the show to respond to what you had to say. Now, Steve, what what exactly happened here? And and I love Misfit, but this is what makes (laughs) things exciting. This is what Misfit didn't understand. She got a little upset. Steve, get get over here and and tell everyone what happened. Come on, Steve, speak up. Oh, oh no, dude! Like I, like I was t- in between talking to her and talking like her, her manager, her girlfriend. You ready like, for this, like, Helen? You ready for this? I'm always Man. ready for misfit. Fit. Uh, what is it? Misfit? Now she missed a bit, or it's a misfit? <laughs> I'm kidding. Misfit, I'm kidding. Misfit, I know what it is. Misfit, I know what it is. Misunderstood. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> she just said, "Oh, well, you had Helen on, so you, you, you know, there's no need to have me on anymore." I'm like, "Wait, what?" I love so that. I love I it. We had Helen on. I love it. You just made my night. The funny thing is, like, her manager reached out to me, I guess, before the last fight and was like, Oh, do you want to talk? I'm like, Why? She told me she didn't want to talk to us anymore. What are you talking about? Oh, I'll talk to her. All right. Well, she's about to fight again. She hasn't gotten back to me. So, I mean, listen, you know, much respect to what she's doing in the cage. Props to that. I don't know why you're fighting Beck this next fight, but hey. Because there's nobody else. Because you know what? They fucking slept on me. I get, I kept asking for the fight the moment I became an independent contractor, which I had to, like, really, I took a lot of heat by doing that after the Ultimate Fighter. In order for me to be an independent contractor, like, you had to wait. Not, you had to wait. I had to, not, not, only, not only did I have to wait, I had to make a very difficult decision because some people think making it to the UFC is it. 
I even like some of the things that were in front of me. And now a lot of other fighters are bringing it up. I don't want to bring it up again because I do want to, I do respect the UFC and I do want to fight there. I just didn't like what it was offered, whatever. But I made myself free and I've been harassing everybody. I harassed everybody for about two weeks and nobody got back to me. The moment I signed with PFL, then they contact me and I had already signed with PFL. I'm like, fuck. Because like for years, I have been making myself available, but then that means I'm not signing exclusive contract. And no. I just wanted that one fight back. Like, I, I, really I not even want it back because I won, but like I wanted people to see the rematch, you know? So, but I wanted we, them to see it on my terms, on our terms as fighter, not the promotion and the little fucking games they're playing. This this sounds a lot like when you're single for a long time, then you get a girlfriend, <laughs> and then you get all these girls in your DM. That's like, yeah, they're oh, like, hey, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> but, but let me let me say this: even though Misfit was so upset that we had you on, and and she was a little upset because I've been friends with her for a long time, but this we is both, like yo, we've interviewed. But here's the thing: we've interviewed both of them all it's, throughout their careers. And how really I'm not you saying so like, oh, we're, like I'm only going to talk to you or I'm not only going to talk, I'm not going to talk to any of your opponents. That's not how media works. Not That's at not all. not how media works. Love her to death. Pr hope she still does what, well, well with, with her career. I just don't play that game. I'll never play that game. I'm not going to stoop to that level. That's not how you this just have to learn. You have to learn how to deal with stupid. That's the one thing about Misfit. I love everything. She's an amazing fighter, but she's fucking stupid. He doesn't oh. get how things work. We need this. We need this back and forth because without it, there's no interest. That's how this fucking generation works. They have very short attention fucking span. And if there's no drama, they won't fucking tune in. So you need it, okay? And that's why I always root for her. I want to be her her only loss. I want her to be everybody. She, every time she fights, my fingers are crossed because if she loses, she fucks it up for me too. So, so, I, so I, I guess you're happy they gave her back because you know how that fight's Of course. Be. I ex know exactly. I know the results. <laughs> and I'm so and glad that's, no that's what it is. And, and, and listen, on the other side, that's not a diss to Beck either. I just, it just, I guess if, it, 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 you know, she she's a name... She, she 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 has been a name for some time, but I mean, when's the last big win that Bex Bex have? My respect for Beck comes from the fact that she did it when I thought it was fucking crazy. She did it when nobody else was doing it. So I'm gonna you have to give her respect for that. She was the first one to say, okay, I'll do it. If somebody would ask me, I would say, no, that's fucking crazy. I wouldn't do it. So I'm gonna be honest on that. Other than that, her opponents, you know, you, look it, at her it, opponents. It, they were all people who never fought professionally, okay? It's so Ever. funny you say that. So I, I, I was talking with Eddie off air. I had a guy who I used to interview real early on when I when I first started used to doing my podcast. He's actually now running for city councilman in, in, in my city. So I was talking to him. like I got So I went to go, you know, sign his petition, you know, so he has his names and all that stuff like that. So we were talking. I was like, and I asked him, I was like, yo, if BKFC was around when you were fighting, would you have done that? He was like, fuck no. He's like, I, he's like, look, I love fighting, but them mother, he's like, them motherfuckers are crazy on another level. <laughs> it looks, it looks very crazy. I would not have done it if it wasn't because she kind of paved the way, you know? So you have to give credit what it's due. But when you look at her opponents, though, you know, like her title defense, like, you know, 
<laughs> it is what yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, there was there wasn't a lot of people involved, so you can't blame her either. But at the same time, it was all set up for her to win because she came from the UFC, and that's what BKFC do. And that's why I'm not fighting Christine because they only want to pay attention and put money down behind people who came from the UFC. It's like, listen, when I first signed up, you told me that if I went out there and I fought my ass off, you were gonna fucking promote me. Oh, you don't have enough followers. You know, you want to know why? Because it's not my personality to be fake and social media is fucking fake. You are the promoter. Promote me, bitch. That's your fucking job. It's in the title. You want to promote big tits? Guess what? Big tits don't need to be promoted. They're already awesome. I love tits. Everybody fucking does. You're lazy. <laughs> if you're promoting tits, you're lazy because tits are awesome and everybody loves them already. That, that, that's what you need to do. You just need, need to ha have a couple girls as you're training around, just walking walk around in, in bikinis. And, and I don't have like tits. That. That's what was that's the whole thing I did. All right, so you don't have it, so you bring it to the table. <laughs> exactly. And that, the whole thing I did without coming out. Walking around your gym in bikinis. Dude, when I came out topless, it was supposed there. to be a big diss to the whole community, yeah. but nobody got it. It wasn't about me showing my tits. I don't have tits. I've been saying no. that from day one. I just what got it fuck? now. I just got it now. Oh my god, yo. I just got it. Holy shit. <laughs> it so, takes a little while. I'm weird. This, this is the exact argument, though, that Misfit has had. And this is why she's taking the fight with Beck. But let me rewind really quick and just replay a clip from September 18th, 2022, with you discussing this exact thing. It's like a, a huge differentiation. And yes, I did make it clear. I commented. I let them know I wanted to do it. I know they're all about views and, you know, flashing tits after and all this WWE stuff. I don't know how to do any of that stuff, but I can fight. So if they want, if they want a real fight between give the champion a real challenge, I'm open for it. I think uh, I want to do it as a fan mostly because I love the first fight so much, and I also feel like so Christine has grown so much and she's so much better now. I think she deserves the opportunity to show the world that she's the best. So if, by putting together a rematch, you're not only to satisfy me as a as a fan or the fan that want to see the fight. You're also showing respect for your champion by giving her the opportunity to get that back, to get yeah. that one back. It was a close fight, and I think she deserves a rematch. So you, th that's so respectful, right? And we wanted to so. have her back on. And like you were saying, this is what makes people want to tune in. We don't have face tattoos. We don't we don't go on on TikTok. But I will. Come on a podcast. I will make a statement and we want to get in there and, and promote. And Misfit didn't understand. And she started yelling and fighting <laughs> with, with, with everyone. And she got really mad at me saying, Eva Lee, you, you I, I love you because you know you're you're a real one. This is and I me and Steve are trying to explain that this is our I'm job. Not, I'm not arguing with people like that. You can go ahead and, and try to try to go down. You can't way. argue with people like that. Dude. It's it's not fair because she's retarded. So if you argue with her, you're being mean. If you argue with someone who's retarded, you're just being mean. You have to leave out a space for them. We're in the age where everybody that doesn't fit and doesn't measure up, we're supposed to lift them up. So don't argue with someone that's retarded. Make them feel better about being fucking stupid. You know, that's that's America now with all this, you know, left wing bullshit. That's America now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's the truth. 
That's America. Now. Meanwhile, my girl's over here in the bed cracking up because she's like, because she knows exactly what we're talking about. Just <laughs> we, like, but it's not just what we're talking about when it comes to combat sports. Or we have to deal with so many stupid people in life in general. We just have to numb ourselves and just, just let them be who they are and just go about our daily business. That's all you got to do. Of course, and you let things go. But you know what? The reason why Christine gets so mad when you mention me is because every time somebody wants to praise her for her strength and her power, they see that one next to her record, and all she can think about is moi. Bitch, yeah, that was me. Remember that well, brother, that bar brother? Now, now that... Uh... Um, Britain got, done got herself a title. Now she's she wants she wants to fight Britain again for 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 that belt. I'm like, are we we're playing this game? We're gonna go chase a second title right now. She cannot make one fifteen. If she makes one fifteen, she'll get smoke. When I fought her, she was way bigger than me. Imagine what will happen to her if she makes one fifteen. I don't want her to do it because I don't want her to lose. I want Christine to beat everybody because I want to be that one. <laughs> I I'm always rooting for her. My asshole tightens when she's fighting because I don't want anybody to hurt her. I don't want anybody to hurt her. I want to win all her fights. <laughs> if I could be there to defend her, I will do that physically, okay? I want Christine to win all her fights. When every time she looks at that one, I want her to dream about me. That's me, bitch. <laughs> Until you fight me and you beat me, you're the second best bare knuckle fighter in the world. Enjoy your fucking title. Next topic, please. Yes, let's let's go to PFL because that 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 was that that's obviously what what's important was what's on the plate and what's next. P P PFL and I you know I got I got to give mad props that's to PFL because my, my girl Amanda Levy late, last week. So definitely got to get got to give my props to them for that one. Love what they're doing and Brit Brit bringing a lot more of the the female division in. Um, what what made you uh you know obviously they showed interest, but what made you say you know, PFL is kind of going to be part of the next chapter of your, of your career. Well, I had a few offers. You know, there was the, this one promotion that I really want to fight for, but I didn't like the contract they were giving me. But as a loser from the Ultimate Fighter, I can see why they offered me that. So whatever, I turned that down, which was a big thing because I shouldn't have because I'm supposed to want to be in the UFC or whatever. That's what people think. The people really think the UFC is it. I have never been happier I'm not signed with the UFC because now, PFL, if I when I win this fight, or if I win, the, let's say if I win this fight, let's be a little insecure. If I win this fight and I'm good enough, I enter a tournament where I can make a million motherfucking dollars by the oh. end of 2024. And that is more money than 95 or even more percent of UFC fighters make in the entire career with the UFC. I think it's a That's why I signed it. I think that's a big reason we also seen Shane Burgo leave, leave the UFC because you guys are betting on yourselves. Like I, I, not only am I confident I can get in this, but I'm confident I can win this tournament. And not only that, I'll be able to ha get a million dollar check at the end of this on top of my fight purses on the three on the handful of fights getting up to that. That's exactly. what also people forget. The UFC lost. The, I think. The UFC lost a lot of the things when they completely like, we're not going to do the tournaments thing ever again, ever again. Stupidest thing they could ever did because not only does PFL do, do ones like that, obviously Bellator does one. Uh, you know, we see one FC, like everyone has a version of it, but the UFC is the greatest, right? No, it's not. They've been falling off a lot, a lot since they sold. Zufa, since the Fertitta brothers left, they became yes. they became a corporate 
entity. They stopped becoming the UFC. Oh, you, you got to throw that out there, Eddie. <laughs> don't, don't no, well, it's most only... people don't realize that. They, they just think, like, uh, a no, lot no, of people are like, you make it to the UFC, I... do you sign with the UFC? I'm like, mm. I've watched this promotion change multiple times over its iteration. I remember watching the tapes when when I was a kid. I remember watching Ken Shamrock go from, from the UFC to, to all, all to the my, my TV screen or being a WWF superstar. It, it would like it, none of it. Like I remember growing up with that early age of it. You seeing what happens as it goes and goes and becomes other things. There's good things. There's bad things. And we're obviously seeing things over the last 20 years, knowing that there are Bad sides of, of of the promotional side of the of the UFC. You've seen Randy Couture. You've seen other people do things. What, what what's happened in, in over the past year with Francis Ngannou? Yeah, his his basic thing were some of the things that you're sitting there talking about. That you know, and you know what? Contracts, you, you know, representation, sponsor. Like, there's yeah. so many different things that we know that aren't that aren't on par on what what should be for. What what these athletes should be getting one what what they get what they get as as a promotion as a yeah. promoter. I'll go back seven years interviewing Justin Gaethje before he got into the UFC. And one part of our interview, I was like, you know, you're a big star now. What are you thinking about signing with the UFC? He says, Listen, man, the UFC is not the best in the world when it comes to MMA. I'm looking for where the money is, and right now. World Series of it was World Series of Fighting back then. World Series of Fighting, and, that, Ray and, the <laughs> and that, that's what that's what Helen's saying. PFL now, when they started, Steve, when they started, Helen, we were all kind of at the edge of our seats. Like, is this going to work out? 2023, it's working out. We have Jake Paul in there now as well, and Helen's on on the on the same skid where Jake Paul. You're going to have all these new fans, all these young girls. And Helen, you're going to be a, an idol for a lot of young girls out there. PFL is going to be huge in 2023. And even beyond PFL, the fact that we no longer have a monopoly should be something everybody should be celebrating. As a fan, as a fan, if you care about your fighter, you'll be celebrating the fact that it's no longer a monopoly. As a fighter, you should definitely be over the fucking hill, knowing it's no longer a monopoly. It, this is an amazing new, and that's why I was like, you know what? If I had to pick a route, if I go to the UFC right now, what are the fights I'm going to get? I'm going to get all of their Olympic wrestlers that are younger than me that, that show their tits on social media because that's what they like to promote. I don't do any of that stuff. I keep my clothes on all the time. That thing, what I did with the tape, it was supposed to be sarcastic, but nobody fucking get it <laughs> until the last minute. And it was supposed to be a diss to the fact that a lot of people who work for Disney are fighting legal battles for pedophilia, but they pay so much money to hide it that we don't see in the news. Instead, people get distracted. We're like, oh, Will Smith is sad. Someone's tits came out in an in a, in a interview. A, a celebrity farted and now it's going viral when you're missing what really fucking matters. This motherfuckers are literally snatching kids on the street and nobody says shit about it. Yeah. So when I brought it up, I even got told for this fight, like, hey, you know, ESPN is owned by this thing. I'm like, yeah, don't do the fuck Disney thing. I get it. I'll keep my clothes on it. I, it wasn't even about me showing my tits because I don't have tits. It was something else, but nobody fucking got it. So it the mass, mass consciousness is just like mass diarrhea. They just go for whatever is going on, and it's so easy to manipulate. So, no, I'm not doing it again. You know why? Because it's a waste of my fucking energy because people are so fucking stupid.
we're a sad generation with happy pictures as and, and a lot of good technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's it's also speaking of, 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 of the good things PFL's doing. Uh, the rumor is is that Jake Paul will be making his MMA debut and it will be for PFL MMA. That would be kind of cool. I actually do like Jay Paul a lot. And I Jay know Paul. some people have no their thoughts. Jay Paul. No, no, no. no love, listen, here's the crazy I love thing. his if approach. He next fight, he's going to get his WBC ranking if he wins this next fight. But not only that, imagine that like people were so outraged. Even when I was just doing MMA before I started doing boxing, people were like, oh, he doesn't even know how to box. And he's making millions. I'm like... I barely know how to box. I want to make millions. I'm following this guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, if I you guess, can figure guess out how to do it. The lines of it, I think, is is I guess a lot of the lot of the, the people who know how the you go about it and and watch how everyone goes about it, and this is how you're supposed to go about things, and just see like him kind of cut some of these lines, and then it, it, even in, into the sense when you go and look at my biggest gripe with him. Still to right now is is the guys that he's fighting. Like all right, Jake fights at like 200 pounds, right? But you've been fighting guys who are typically welterweights, like all right, Ben Smart. Astor, Smart. He, he, you know, 170 pound <laughs> fighter who basically just came off a hip surgery. So you're fighting a guy on one leg. Then you yes, have Tyrone that's Woodley. That's very much, smart. Much on, on the food train. But Tyrone, Tyrone Woodley literally had one, uh, one punch in his arsenal, which was the overhand. If he couldn't hit you with smart. the overhand, then he hit you with his wrestling. J Jake, Jake, it took him two fights two fights to finally figure out how, how, how to put, put Tyrone away. It's sad. And then the but, Anderson, but it like, isn't though. When you look at his bank account, it's actually happy. It's not sad, I, I, listen, and that's and that's what people are missing. I, I, I understand the average. Listen, put that in my bank account. <laughs> Listen, last time we talked about Jake, we had the same situation going on. We were talking over each other, but I'll tell you why. You know what I was doing last night? I'm kind of tired. I'm drinking this. It's just kombucha, but it's supposed to keep me awake for a little longer, whatever, because I'm trying not to do any chemicals. And my body is a temple, kind of bullshit. <laughs> Next Friday. Next Friday, after my fight, I'm going to light that fucking temple on fire. But for now, my body is a temple. He's like, I want to party, bitches. <laughs> oh. Party is scanning. But you know what I've been doing? I have been doing DoorDash for 12, 13, 14 hours a fucking day so that I can pay for shit. If I could just have the power to know how Jake Paul does the fact that he's fighting nobodies and making millions, that's a skill. So instead of criticizing it, I try to learn from it. I follow the guy, I pay attention. You know, I don't criticize it for one minute. I think it's fucking genius. Listen, Yo. my only like I said, my only critics is 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 was were, were some were some of his. Is that Darnash in there, bro? <laughs> He's doing it too. Hundred dollars a day, bro. Like, come on, bro. Doordash, Instacart. Yo, I got my Instacart uh necklace on right now. Right now. I'm doing Doordash and Uber Eats. I'm multi-apping. I signed up for Grubhub, and I've just been delivering people's food when I'm supposed to be resting because I have no money. But if I have the skills that Jake Paul has to be able to pro to be able to fight people who cannot beat him and make millions. That's not something to criticize. That's something oh to admire. Oh but I know why people criticize it because we work so hard and we have nothing. I have nothing. I have not made one dollar out of MMA. It's just this one thing where every time I fight, I get refunded for some of my expenses. That's wait, how I look at it. Wait. Open the and that's why we're going to be a customer. You're betting on yourself at this point in time, right? <laughs> it says 
A customer has reported that their order never arrived. Oh my God, I almost fought a customer because of that. I went oh, back, I'm like, bitch, I handed that thing to your own hands. Yo. They're like, I didn't. I'm like, no, 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 you did. And then DoorDash called me and they told me, firing the customer is out of the policy and you could be legally, um, you can be criminally persecuted. And I was like, well, that's a dumb fucking Right, <laughs> because I didn't you. Jesus Cameron. So this is what it says to me. I, I was extremely late, 23 minutes late to get to the store. But when I got to the store, the cookies weren't even ready. No, I get it, bro. I've been like losing my shit for weeks. <laughs> door, door dash, door, door. Oh. Yeah, oh my god, it was one time I took this order, right? It was a stack order. So I go, do you have two places to go to? So I go deliver the first one, and I'm gonna be early for both. I'm always 20 yo, to 25 minutes early. Doing DoorDash, yo. So I'm driving the first order and somebody calls me. So I pick it up because after 10 p.m., everybody's blocked on my phone. That's how I live my life. But this call went through, so I thought it was someone close to me, like someone important. But it's because I own Black DoorDash, so the customer was able to get through. So I pick it up thinking it's somebody like close to me, a family member. No and I pick it up, are. and I hear saying, like, where's my food? I'm like, who is this? He goes, you have my food. Can you just hurry up? I'm like, oh, I guess I can use the $5 tip to pay for all my fucking traffic oh ticket. Click. <laughs> And then I deliver the first food and then I thought to myself, Helen, just let it go. You know, you, you're working, you're trying to do this thing so you can support you. I'm sponsoring myself, blah, blah, blah. I let it go for like 20 minutes. But when I'm getting ready to get to this guy's house, I'm thinking it's going to be the ghetto because he had no manners. I'm going to a place where there's a bunch of castles. So this is a very uh, affluent neighborhood and he should fucking know better. <laughs> so as I'm driving in. I'm like, is this is not the ghetto like I thought it would be, right? So I get out of my car with the food and it says, hand it, hand it to me, right? So you have to handle the food to the customer. So when I get there, I call the customer, like, hey, your food is here. He goes, just leave it in the porch. I'm like, nah, it says hand it to me. So I had to hand it to you. He goes, nah, just leave it in the porch. I'm like, nah, bro, you're starving, right? You got to come get this food. He goes, just leave it in the porch, man. I'm like, nah, if you want your fucking food, you got to come get this work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Helen gets out the car. She's all. Just no, because my name is Helen. What are you expecting when you see Helen? You're expecting an elderly white lady. Now he's got a black girl angry who happens to be a professional fighter in front of his door telling him to come get his food. I can see all the cameras moving and buffering. You can see when the cameras are zooming in in the, in the expensive houses. They start like rotating and you can see it change color from blue to purple. So I can see that he's just zooming into me and I'm just standing there with this bag of chicken wings. I'm like, nah, if you want your food, you better come get this work. Yeah, <laughs> yo, oh my God, bro. That is so good. That is so good man. Then Imagine. I left it there. Then I left it there because I'm like, these people have too much money. I'll get sued and I'm a professional fighter. I wasn't going to beat him up. I just wanted to mess with him. <laughs> but I think he didn't come out. He's like, just leave it in the porch, man. Yo, Steve, imagine Helen showing up and you call, you call thinking it's a little white woman and you're just like, where's my food? Hurry up. And then she shows wow. up. Listen, listen, when you do stuff like that, yeah. you do stupid stuff, you get stupid prizes, man. I live exactly. in Philly. I, I, I'm in Philly. If you if you go if you gonna go there, you gonna you you either gonna get what you get get coming or somebody gonna 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 get the end of your wrath. 
When Helen, but that was rude. I was early to him, but he saw that the food was I was delivering to someone else before him, so he decided to yeah. call me because he's an entitled little bitch. It's like it's not even like you accomplish anything. Your parents are making sure you're not get punched in the face. That's the only reason why you still have teeth, you asshole. It's because your parents pay for you to be able to have teeth. Because other otherwise, somebody else would have already knocked him out. Because you have no fucking respect for humanity. When Helen shows up at your door, dash. That's what it is. <laughs> no, I'm actually very friendly and I'm very nice because I'm a professional chef. And I believe in energy. So when I deliver people's food, I make sure I wrap them properly. I only take orders that pay enough so I don't have to rush because I don't like throwing people's food so I can go make another delivery. I respect food to a, a lot. So when this guy calls me, I'm like, I know I'm going to be 20 minutes late early to him. I try to be late and I was still five minutes early. I purposely try to be late after he called me and I couldn't even be late because I was already so far ahead. So I was like, nah, man, I, he's going to have to face me. I'm like, nah, you got to come get this food, bro. He's like, just leave it in the porch. And then when I heard him almost cry, that's when I left because I'm like, oh, shit, I can be sued because these people have money. So I put it down. I said on the phone, not through message, like, just know that I know where you live. I better not get a bad review. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is awesome. That, that's probably, I think that's probably one of our funniest stories that we've ever gotten. Out. I mean, we, we've got some funny stories out here. I thought, uh, I think that's that probably be the, the top of the list. The uh, the DoorDash story, gotta love that one. Yo, but I, uh, now we now you got a lot of stuff going on with, with PFL. PFL's been doing a lot of big things, obviously. You know, we're, we're you know, you got the contract. You know, hopefully, we can uh, we can get get Helena that that million dollar check, yo. get her, get her, uh, Get get her that big old paper check. She can she can hang up on her wall. Like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with the million dollars? What are you gonna do with it? The first thing I'm gonna purchase. You mean? Yeah. You, I hate that whole purpose. I hate that part. I I wish by the end of 2023 that we'll get rid of that part with the take a picture with a giant check because I don't want to have that many family members. You know, all the ones that are gonna come up when they see the fucking picture. <laughs> Not the one that are supporting me now because right now I'm door dashing in the middle of the night when I should be getting some rest because I'm a professional athlete, right? So while well, I don't have any of that, that little picture with the stupid fucking paper check is just gonna get me a lot of family that I don't want. I wouldn't have the same amount of family members I have today, which is pretty much zero. But then after that picture, then I'm going to have cousins and friends and sisters. And, you know, it's just going to be crazy. So, yeah. But the first thing I'm going to purchase is going to blow your fucking mind. Yo, imagine being the guy that ordered the food from Helen at Yelena. She said she's a chef. I wouldn't be surprised if she she would get like herself her own food truck so, so, she, so she could make her own money by making food. Nah, I'm not making any food. I hate people. People entitled little assholes. I can't cook for you. You don't deserve it. I'm gonna I'm gonna cook for other fighters though. But that's, that's a that's a different business. The first thing I'm gonna purchase is the Buick Park Avenue 2005 <laughs> because I love the way that thing drives, man. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in some things like having like good housing, like kind of like almost like Airbnb, but more affordable, close to big gyms, big camps. For fighters, like the shit I don't have that can pay for itself if it was available. So it's not going to be like shattery because I will be getting something back. It won't be a big markup because I'm not really trying to make money out of it. I'm just trying to keep the money, you know, doing something for itself. So, so let, let me ask you this, though. Like, you get the check, right? Then 
You have to walk home with the giant check. Like, what happens after these people get that check? Uh, I'll give it back more? to Bellator, but like, you have to mail this to me. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll give it back to them. And I'll tell them you need to get rid of the stupid fucking criteria because it's just not good. It's not good for the fighter to take a picture with a check that says a million dollar. It's just not good for you at all in any way, shape, or form. You don't want people to know your money. Well, I, I hate that, that picture. That's the only thing I don't like about the tournament. It's a stupid picture at the end. I've been backstage at Madison Square Garden for the million for the million dollars, and they have every single check written out already, no matter if you win or lose. So I was backstage. I saw about ten million dollars in giant checks. And well, was, you can go to a bank and cash it, <laughs> bro. Imagine me just running out with fucking <laughs> giant checks, bro. MSG. Go knocking a fighter out, like you're coming with me. Go, we're going to the bank. <laughs> I hope they get rid of that. That's stupid. You don't want people to know your money. I don't want to take a picture with a stupid check. If I can opt that out of it, I will. I so, I think it's dumb. Let me ask you this, Helen. On a serious note, on the most important MMA news of the week, we got to get you in on this. Were you aware that you can get an IV now? I thought it was banned, right, Steve? You can get an IV after you. No, I weight. knew you could get up to up to certain milliliter, but hundred milliliters, unless yeah. they give you more. Apparently, is is what unless you're dying. Yeah. Uh, well, That's I knew it was being done. I was very aware, you know, I know there's a lot of shooters in this industry, and it depends on who your manager is. And if your manager is Ali, you're getting a lot more than just a fucking IB. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so here we I, go. I'm not, I'm very, I know all of this stuff. I pay a lot of attention, you know. I don't speak much, and I don't say much, and people assume that fighters are stupid. I spend a lot of time uh, doing research. You know, when I'm driving, I do a lot of driving. I don't listen to just music. I listen to things I'm interested in. I'm always trying to be better at what I'm doing. I'm door dashing. You know what? I started door dashing like four weeks ago. I already watched over 200 hours of research on how to do it from other people who do it and from the company points of view. That's just the way I am. Everything that I do, I want to be one of the best at it. I don't know how to do anything less than that, which is probably why I don't get that much sleep because my brain is constantly going. <laughs> my whole freaking YouTube uh Watch history is the exact same thing. Tips on how to do this. But um, go, go, going back to that, let me just read what went down here. Um, here's Ali Abdullah's tweet. For all oh, those I, idiots, I, I saw the whole thing. For all those idiots out there, any the fighter under the UFC <laughs> He's the idiot, though. <laughs> That's what I'm he deletes this tweet at the, at the end. He is snitch on himself. He's literally snitch on himself. For our audio listeners. Uh, for, for our audio listeners right here. Uh, fighters under the UFC banner can take two to three liters of IV as long as it's done by a nurse or professional. Next week, I'm going to expose everybody. Islam Makachev. Is the pound for pound, pound for pound king? And this is all, all he's crying about. He's crying for, for an imaginary rankings list. You getting your fighter in some BS over an imaginary rankings list. Oh my god. And now the fight's being investigating because you're crying over an imaginary rankings list. If I'm Islam right now, I, I I'm I'll be pulling you off to the side and I'm pulling a paddle out and I'm beating him until I feel satisfied. Because no one was going to say anything about this until I... And you know what that tells me, now. right? That's, yeah. That obviously tells you that for as long as he's been operating, if he, he posted that because he believed it. That's why he's calling everyone else an idiot. So what that, that tells you that his fighters are getting two to three IBs every time after every single fucking fight, and it's been going on for years. 
and uh, and so for us, and I'm sure a lot of the fighters out there, they thought this this was illegal. Now, here's what Ariel Hawani had to say in response. Yes, he deleted it because somebody, I would think, told him he was incriminating himself with this tweet. You can take two to three liters by professional or not. It's 100 milliliters per 12 hours. Among <laughs> other details, massive difference. Now, Brett Okamoto comes back and he says, I sought further clarification here. The bottom line, if an athlete is administered an IV more than the permitted 100 milliliters, as They're long as it's done by a licensed pro, it is not a violation, even in cases where dehydration caused by weight cut is the issue being treated. In other words, IVs used to treat severe dehydration caused by cutting weight are not really banned as long as the physician is the one to justify and perform it. As long as you have the right people behind you, pretty much. So if you have a, a, a liaison manager who has that much power over the UFC, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. That's pretty much what that means. You can do steroids, certain kinds. They 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 um they create it for your specific body. I don't know what they call that company that does that. And then you can do whatever the fuck you want. They will just bury it. That will change all the rules just to make sure Ali doesn't look bad. I mean. Fuck that. What was it, five years ago, maybe six years ago, they got rid of it? I think they even got rid of the one. I remember a season Ultimate Fighter, there was a fighter that was like, listen, I do rehydration up my butt. He puts like, uh, they, they pump stuff. Enema. Up like an, it is like an enema, but it's a I colonic. Forgot. Steve knows colonic. Yeah. colonic. That, that well, they colonic that, to that help him lose weight. That was on the Ultimate Fighter. That was the Gabe Rudiger episode. <laughs> never hilarious. So you know, but he still saying. missed weight. That's what everyone forgets about that one. He still missed weight. weight. The colonic was supposed to extract stuff from his. I do that with coffee though. Sometimes I did that a couple of times in amateur. My first few fights at 115, you put coffee and water up your butt, and then it cleans you out and it gives you energy, so you don't feel like you need to eat. So it was Yo, easy to make 115. I'll I'll put a bottle of liquor up my butt and do a handstand. Whoa, whoa, that. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the actual bottle or the important something else? You put the actual bottle in it. No, like, wait, man, you said that. you said you're you're gonna let loose after this fight. What what are some of the typical typical things like after you have long fight camp that, that you do to kind of kind of unwind before you get back to the grind? Um, the first thing I, I just love to eat, man. Like that's my biggest addiction. Like people have all this old plans, like you know. For me, it's mostly stuff that I eat, like pussy and lots of carbohydrates. <laughs> That's just the one, the two things that I really like to do that I stay away from when I'm doing camp because I want my body to be a temple and I want to stay hungry. You know, like my coach thinks you got to stay hungry. I'm like, all right, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a hasser right now walking around like this, <laughs> but fine. Now, obviously, uh, Kayla Harrison's obviously the biggest name in, 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 in PFL. Do you feel like she's going to continue to stay here the next few years or she's going to jump ship and try to see what money she can make in the UFC? Or do you think because she's an Ali fighter, that's where she's going to wind up being anyways? I think, I mean, it depends on what she's trying to do. If you're doing it for someone else and you want the name and recognition, you should go to the UFC because that's where the best fighters are. But then she will have to lose more weight. And I don't know how, how well she would do after she drops down. She has to drop Sally to 145 to even make it to the UFC. And now that she fights at 155. To even get in the UFC, she has to have to drop to 145. And that's not even a very busy weight class. So if she really wants to really fight for the UFC, she'll have 35. to fight for 135. So that's, that's a lot to ask. That's the last. premier weight class, yep. 
Yeah, you have, that's a lot to ask for some for for one person. But if you want to keep making that money and just move selling, I would say stay with PFL. You make a million dollar every year, bro. These UFC fighters are making pennies. It'll, so it'll, 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 you want to go. It'll take her four fights or more to make to make that if she tries to go to the UFC. So I don't really see why I don't. I wouldn't entertain it. I don't know why anyone even ask her about the UFC at this point in time, unless it's something that she brings up to the table. Well, she was about to go to the UFC. Remember, she was uh, cage side for the Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena fight, the original fight, and they then were gonna, they were going to do a catch weight at fifty. Yeah, that's that was the real thing. Remember. They weren't going to fight at 45. They were going to fight at a catch weight. Like and an spectacle. Not like someone who's going to be there. So like they were going to do the they were going to do the pseudo same thing that they did for to Chris Cyborg, make an imaginary weight class for this person, sign a bunch of girls that they had no no long-term commitment to, and then when when whenever this girl decided she was going to done and they were going to they were going to let all these girls go. There's no reason for 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 us to even entertain this, for a promotional standpoint to a professional standpoint, because it ends well for it doesn't end well for anyone outside of that top handful of girls they pick when that thing goes down. Does yeah, anyone trying to do a one off? Does anyone remember what they happened when they brought 45 over to UFC? Yep. What are those girls now? How many are still in the UFC? How many of them? How many of them were like, oh, I remember telling people, I'm like, the easiest way to go to the UFC is just to go to 145. They just like, come on, anybody, just please come in. We have nobody here. And most of those girls, like, they were brought there too soon because they just needed to fill in spot and they got beat up so badly that most of them are retired right now. Well, remember the first, the very first fight. Who who was that that took that beating? She trains with the Diaz bros. Um, I can't I can't even remember but it was Leslie Smith Leslie Smith taking that and then you had uh RDA not RDA uh (laughs) Jermaine Durandamy Durandamy was the one in the inaugural against Holly Holm and me and Steve actually interviewed her right before that inaugural fight against Holly Holm and (laughs) Your uh, main was one of the underestimated ones. She, she's a really good Muay Thai fighter. Nothing oh, ever she, has. Her striking is badass. Nothing ever came of 145. You know, everything fell yeah. apart. Can you imagine if Miriam Nakamoto never never blew her knees out as many times she did? She would have been a monster at 145, too. Here's who is the big girl that trains with Cyborg, too? She she wouldn't make 145, but uh, who's, who's the big girl? She fights no. over in prison. Uh, what the, the huge one? Oh, you're talking about Gabby Garcia? No way! No, no. What is this, bro? I girl Amanda Levy destroyed her. Destroyed yeah. her. That little girl, yeah. Amanda, and she was Gabby like, just uh, retired, Gabby. It was hilarious. Yeah, one forty-five just absolutely fell apart, and yeah. But it's one they of these things, it's irrelevant to talk about. She should stay exactly there. The money's good. There's, There's no reason for Kayla to come over. Like one or two I think she should up. stay there. That's yeah. what I would do. I would, I would stay there. No Listen, ain't, ain't no one. They know that she knows that they're not going to bring anyone in. They that's actually going to threaten her. And she Bellator, is, she is one one of their star attractions, and they will protect that. 
Bellator, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to do something with PFL. Now, see, that would be would or, be interesting to see, like a PFL Bellator versus. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. And do a tournament, do a fun tournament that we should have seen with, with with UFC and anyone over the last 10, 15 years that they've had it. They could, kind of cool. I, I still say the tournament is lost. It, it, it's thing with with with. with Datus basically says that's what he has with the Ultimate Fighter, which it's not. It's nonsense. Oh, speaking speaking of, um, Conor McGregor, yeah. Michael Chandler oh, is yeah, going to be Ultimate yeah. Fighter season thirty one. Just getting that. And out Conor there. McGregor already got someone thrown off the Ultimate Fighter, so one of his buddies can be on that season. Bravo. But uh, get, getting back Bravo. to it's this. always like that. It's all about who you know. You know, your your skills don't matter when when it comes to this kind of stuff, and it's. That's why I'm so glad I'm not there. I, I've never been so happy to not be a UFC fighter. <laughs> it's just amazing. Well, no, like it's it's like we we've talked about it, Helen. It's different for everyone. Like it all depends on who you are, where you are in your career, and who you, you know. know. Yeah. And who you know, you know, like same thing with the last season. There were some people there that didn't quite needed to be there, you know. But it's just who you know, you know, who you know. But also who sometimes just because you didn't make it there doesn't that necessarily mean that's a bad thing or that's where you're meant to be. There is plenty, like there's so many different avenues in combat sports now. Like I, I've been sitting there saying it for for a few years now. Really looking forward to what the next five years bring because we're already getting more parity in combat sports as it is in general. Can't imagine what's going to happen when more of the, these people just finally say they have enough of it and you actually get parity, not just where the UFC are basically cherry picking the, the top top 10 athletes all over the world and, yep. you know, the rest of the combat sports world, MMA world, are just left to pick with the rest. That's not how it is. I'm glad that there is a, sh a paradigm shift in, in what we've seen in the combat yes. sports world. PFL has 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 you know uh, morphed and changed with with the sport a, 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 as as they have a, as a promotion. Bellator has done a great job. You know, I, I continue to hope bare knuckle boxing, both uh, you know you know uh, BKFC, BYB. You know, whether it would be here, whether it be in the states, I want to continue to hope they continue to uh, get get it sanctioned throughout the states and and get them to see them promote in other places and things of that nature. I hope. The overall of combat sports continue to grow over the next few years. If you had a prediction that something you would see happen or you would like to see happen in combat sports, either before you retire or as you leave the sport, what would you like to see change? Judging. I wish that you didn't know who you're fighting until you should show up. Imagine this. You just you, you have 20, let's say you have 10 people like from each weight class or maybe two different weight classes. And you all know you're going to be in there. So you have pretty much kind of an idea of who's going to be in this, you know, in this pot, right? And then when it's time to go fight, you just go, okay, Holland, you walk in. And then you go back there. You tell someone else to walk in. And you have cameras going back and forth before the, between the two people walking. You know, they're trying to pick in to see who they're fighting. Like, that's going to make a fucking difference. <laughs> but anyways, at the end, you just meet in the octagon. And now, now that's who you're fighting. I think it's going to be – it will be amazing. I think it will make fighters a lot better because they won't spend a whole training camp preparing to block the overhead or – Block the head kick or stop the double leg takedown. You will have to just train to be better everywhere. We'll have so much better fighter. It'll be so exciting. 
so intense. Just the walk to the cage, you see them trying to like figure out who am I fighting? You just don't know. And then by the time you just, you just mid in the middle, that's what you're fighting. I think that would be amazing. I would love to be part of something like that. That's like your DoorDash guy calling you and then you show up. <laughs> he wasn't the only one. My best one was one day that there was a storm and nobody's driving, right? So this order keeps getting passed on because I don't know where I am. I just moved to Rockford, so I don't know where anything is. So I guess this order, everybody who lived there knows is going to a place that you shouldn't go because it's an elitist town, uh, like neighborhood, which means there's no businesses there. Where all the rich people are, there's no McDonald's and all these things around there. There's nothing My else God. there, right? You know, they live in places where there's nothing else around them. It's yeah. the middle of a storm. So I pick up the sorter. The moment I picked it up and I accepted it, I get a phone call. So where's my food? I, yeah, and I'm like, rude. I'm like, I don't understand who, who is it. Because you, you, you're supposed to, I ordered an hour ago. And I'm like, I got this order like less than 30 seconds ago. And then you call me. He goes, I'm not stupid. I ordered an hour ago. I'm like, sir, that's oh, not how it works. But he keeps going. So I'm like, click, because I need a GPS. So I, I hang up on him <laughs> so I can go. So I go get the food. And I start driving and I realized I'm going uphill, downhill. It's so frozen. I have a Nissan Coupe front wheel drive. I don't even know if I'm going to make it back home. But I'm a fighter. I'm like, it's, it looked like a challenge. I'm like, I'm going to fucking complete this challenge. So I'm like, I'm going to make it where I'm going. So I'm like, this is not safe at all. The car is doing all sorts of things in this like roller coaster. Then I get up there, that hill. It's like a castle. So I get up there and the snow is so high because it's been snowing for like two days. Every time I take a step, I'm wearing snow, the snow boot. There's snow going inside my shoes and I can feel oh, it I getting frozen. So I get on the way to the door and there's the guy that I just hang up with. And he goes, it's a beautiful home. And he goes, oh, I want to apologize about earlier. And I said, oh, don't worry about it. I'm a professional chef and I worked fine dining for five years. So he thought I was trying to impress him. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know I don't give a shit. So he thought I was trying to impress him with I work fine dining as a professional chef. And he goes, well, what does that have to do with anything? And I said, it means that I have a lot of experience dealing with entitled assholes like yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm still holding on to the food. Nobody's ever called him an asshole. He owns like half a fucking Rockford, Illinois. So he's looking at me, but I'm still holding on to the food. You decide if you want to eat, bitch. So then he goes and reach out. He goes, thank you. Like, thank you couldn't come out of his fucking mouth. And I <laughs> handed it up to him and I said, you're welcome. Have a good night, your majesty. On my way back, I didn't care if I died because I was like, at my job on planet Earth is finished. I did what I was sent to Earth to do. It was just to tell this guy that he's a piece of shit because I don't work for him. What the fuck are you going to do? Why are you so mad? You live in a fucking castle. Fuck you. I'm driving DoorDash for $10 in the middle of a fucking blizzard. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's a blizzard. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god before i delivered a pizza the guy gave me three dollars and i thought he was gonna give me a cash tip no cash tip but uh let me let me ask you something really important here i got i got two more questions before we let you go here um number one what's up with this icon that you use on twitter instagram what, what, is, what is this from that is me well i am part of you? the tribe yeah it is me I'm part of Tribe. What is that? It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a community for fighters connect. So well, not just fighter. We have different kind of people, different relationship, and we kind of just support each other across social media because my tits are small. So I'm looking for other ways to do that. And I pick the, the, the fighter, the Celtic fighter style, because that's kind of what I am, kind of like a brawler, someone that will fight anybody and will fight for everything that they got. 
and the sunglasses. I'm always wearing sunglasses regular life anyway. And I fight like an ape. So I thought it was like very fitting. <laughs> Ask Miss Fit. I'm just a brawler that fights like an ape. It works though. It works though. So if you don't believe me, ask that big one next to her record. So uh, yeah, the big one. <laughs> one lot. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, oh, man. This thing actually oh, working. My mind is raising. My cheeks are. Yo, my 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 cheeks. My cheeks legit hurt <laughs> from this interview right here. Oh um, man. Helen, Helen, we, we got to ask another question. Um, one, one last question here. I, I We're doing something with sports cards, right? How would you think MMA sports cards would do for PFL? Wouldn't you like your own? Oh, man. You, know, you just hit, you were just breathing through my brain there. Dude, I've been sitting there saying that for weeks that outside of the UFC, none of the major sports card companies does anything with any – not. Not bell tour, not bare knuckle boxing, not nothing. Not even boxing, really, which is a shame. Like outside, outside of the few superstars that boxing has, you don't really see, like. If you go on eBay or Amazon or whatever and Google like signed boxing cards, you're not gonna get anything out of like Mike Tyson or something like that. Yeah, it's not like crazy, like right? baseball where every every good major. Well, no, like has like it's real, like like football, base like like baseball, basketball is really get really. I mean, hockey's there, but it's like it's kind of what it is. It's like like the. Like the the ex the, the extra part that no one really really cares. MMA about. on ice. <laughs> oh my god! We all know we got that. We already got that. Uh, Chris Terrian's a part of that. They literally oh have god. like like instead of instead of having uh, like a hockey thing, it's like all right, you're in you're in your hockey thing, but we're we're just gonna fight. Yeah, that's pretty much what they do, anyways. Every time I look at it, I think it'll be really cool. <laughs> well, but no, I, I mean, they that... pretty much got away from that uh, in the uh, in the late '80s. They don't really fight as much. They they've gone away from that. Oh, but, really? Yeah. I haven't noticed. I don't watch yeah. that sport, so I haven't noticed that. <laughs> but yeah, don't you think like like you know Upper Deck, you know all these other companies, they should probably look into making more sports cards for for them to kind of you know, regardless if the something the promotion does or whatever, just something. For I guess fans to find more ways to connect with, with with the athlete, more ways for the athlete to have a way to I guess sell themselves in a way. One hundred percent. I think having a sports card is like going to a face off or an interview and telling your opponent that you're gonna beat the shit out of them. It requires confidence, and because the UFC has been the uh, kind of a like monopoly for a while, I guess all the promotions they feel like they could just do that. You know, but they don't do it because they don't want to fall short. The same reason why so many people act so humble before the fight, because if they fall short, they don't want to look bad. So there's some of that going on. But now that we're seeing a lot more promotions coming through, a lot of fighters choosing to go other places besides the UFC and better payouts in other in, in other communities besides the UFC and getting the same kind of recognition you would in the UFC for fighting for the promotion. I see that coming within the next year, maybe 18 months. You'll see some of that. that. Even video games, too. I got. I got. Yeah, we, one def more. We, we definitely. We definitely need some PFL or 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 you know so, someone to come up with it with even doing a mo a multiple platform game like a combat sports game where it's not just MMA. You could have boxers in it. You could have MMA fighters. You like could have Death Vendetta or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, all right, uh, Helen. 
This is really important for Combat Deviants, Belly Up Sports, me and Steve, what we're trying to do moving in 2023. Uh, you know, you being with PFL, I know they come over to my area a lot over here in New York. Uh, do you think you're going to be over here in New York? Because if you are, I would love to go meet up with you and do a day vlog for the podcast and for Belly Up Sports. Um, is, is that well, I know then- for 2023? Well, my next upcoming fight is in, in Orlando, Florida, but I, most of my family live in New York, and I go there sometimes not to train in New York. I train in Philly, so but my mom lives in New York, so sometimes <laughs> I stop by there, even though I, I just want to point her in the mouth most of the time. But still, I visit, you know, I, I do my job. I put my hours in. I do my duty, but it's annoying. It's just annoying as fuck. But I, I'll still visit her, and my sisters are pretty cool, so I might visit her too. But my best training partner and one of the best coaches, like the best um, chemistry, I will say. I know a lot of really good coaches. But I had really good chemistry with this coach, uh, Martinez BJJ in Philly, Philadelphia. Will That's Will Martinez. I wish I could teleport and train there every single day. And then um, the best training partner I ever have, her name is Crusada Adamas, and she trains there. So, like, if in a perfect world, I will be moving there if I don't get what I want here in the Midwest because I've already given the Midwest too many chances. I've met a lot of female fighters, but I need something consistent. I don't train for a fight. I train year-round. I train year-round because if something happened, like all this door dashing I've been doing, it doesn't affect me. Look at me. I'm fucking ripped because I don't just train <laughs> for a fight. I train all the time. And I need someone that can be there with me. And Crusader Adamas, she does that for me. And, and Chris Will Martinez, on our first fight, he, he was there for my debut at 125. I just torn my rotator cuff, and I couldn't lift my arm. That's why every time I punch the wrestler, my arm will land here. So when she shot, I was right there to defend. And everybody thought it was a good strategy. It wasn't strategy. I had a torn shoulder, and we were still able to get the win because of the way we trained together. It was a good chemistry. So, yeah, you'll probably see me in New York. It's like rookie so, of the year, your arm just, yeah. No, every time I punch the girl, my arm will fall here because the rotator cuff was torn. And, but then every time she went to shoot, I was right, right into the fence because my arm will always be here. It wasn't on purpose. It was just, there was nothing holding it up. It's rookie of the year in MMA, Steve. You ever see that movie, Helen, Steve? No. Rookie of the year. He's a, he, he's a young kid. He turns into a professional pitcher because he messes up his rotator cuff and he pitches mad fast. You know, oh, you I did not see that. All right, so the face of the movie. Well, that, like, that makes sense, though. That, that's exactly it, what right? happened. So, so they had him in this in this wonky thing. It's all cast it up. So when he gets out of the case, all of a sudden he can throw like 107 mile an hour face fall. <laughs> yeah, because his arms just fall down like that. That may, That's exactly why I won that fight. Because I could not keep my arm up here. We just fall. There was nothing <laughs> holding it up. It was crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so Wait, everybody was complimenting my strategy. I was like, "Oh yeah, great strategy, <laughs> fucking amazing strategy." <laughs> Being injured yeah. and just so happens to it helped me out in the fight. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. We'll, we'll take it as great strategy, though. But yeah, Helen, I would love to meet up with you if you do come over here to New York. Even if you go to Philly, it's not that far from me at all, and it would be nice to go meet up with Steve as well. So. Um, you got to keep us updated. I won't mind catching help when Helen next time she goes to Will's. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Imagine uh, doing a vlog with Helen in New York, going through Chinatown and shit like that. You know, I will get, I will gain five pounds if I go to Chinatown. Every time I go there, I lose my chair. I eat so much food. 
It's not safe for me to be in Chinatown. <laughs> yeah, when I stepped away, I heard you, you, you eat more than just food. When I when wow. I here, nah, well, we got to find her like a good sushi bar in Philly or something like that. <laughs> oh, so I don't mind traveling, oh, and I, I don't mind crossing the other to, to New York. I hate how much they charge you in tolls, though, Yeah. to go from New York to Philly. It's insane. Ooh. It's like $30 one way. Really? By the cool. time you're done, you make it to the city. It's like, are you kidding me? I drove. Yeah, then you have I to go pay for the food and then go par- pay for parking. <laughs> well, really, really Crazy. quick. When I went to go cover McGregor Mayweather presser at the Barclays Center, it's usually a 90 minute drive out to Brooklyn from here in New Haven. Yo, it took four hours to get there. So they drive so badly. I, I almost got a stroke driving in New York because I drive mm-hmm. around for like I went to Philly for training, but I didn't want to fly in because when I get there, I want to be able to dra- travel around and deliver yeah. knuckle sandwiches to any close gym I see, you know, anything that's close by. Sandwiches, yo. Yeah, I, I pack them up at home and I just go deliver them from my car. But so every time I went to New York, they keep charging me so much money, and then people will drive that they've never driven a car before. It's like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah, like, New what are Jersey you doing? isn't much better. New Jersey oh ain't much better. Yeah, it, no. was, it was when I went to Atlanta, it was bad going through at New York, Atlanta, fucking Jersey. It, it was insane. But yeah, Helen, keep us posted. We're so excited. You know what we like to do at this point in the interview? We hand the imaginary microphone over to you. If you have any sponsors, shout outs, enemies, anything at all, the floor <laughs> is now all yours. Um, just, I, w- I just want to thank everyone that's, you know, that's got my back up until this point. You know, everyone is important from the beginning until now. Uh, definitely a special shout out to the ladies at uh, Matt Hatter in Fairfield, Iowa, and to Brian Lee in, um, what's the name of this thing? Uh, <laughs> a Doc's Lounge in uh, in Des Moines, Iowa. This guy is like, I don't know if I would have even, I would have given up on doing this a long time ago. There's no money in it. And I have so many different skills and I'm so good. I have different careers. I'm a professional chef. I'm an accountant. I have all the things that I could be doing that actually paid you. And I decided to do this thing where I lived the life of a starving artist. And then I have a few friends that always have my back. And, and even the ones that don't support me financially, just like if you see a flyer or a post that said I'm fighting and you're hoping that I win, I can feel your energy. Because even right now, I had so many bad things happen in the last few months. But I feel so positive, and I think that energy has got to be coming from somewhere. And I think it's coming from the people who believe in me and the people who know that every time I go out there, I'm going to give it my best no matter what. And I just, mm. I never back down. I never give up. And for those people, whoever you are, even if you never interact with me, I just want to thank you. That's so awesome, Helen. I mean, um, literally since we started this podcast, I, I would have to say if we did a fan vote, Steve, of who our favorite guest of 2022 was. Helen has to be the oh, top really? guest from 2022. I and finally won something. <laughs> hitting it off top. And now we also have a story that we can all follow. All of our listeners have a new favorite fighter to follow a story going over to PFL in 2023. So, uh, Helen, where can we find you on social media? I, uh, I'm not very creative, so Helen Peralta one two three on, on Twitter. One two three. Well, I didn't know there were that many Helen alive. I thought they were all dead. That that was the only the last one standing. But apparently, there's some more Helens out there. Uh, no. Facebook, Helen Peralta. Instagram, 
Guess what? Tom Peralta again. <laughs> oh, uh, Helen, really quick. Did you, did you see uh, the background I made for you? You see that? You got your face on, on the right hand side. You oh yeah, and I see the the I see the apes. All right, <laughs> we got it going on over here. That's exactly how I fight. I swear to God, I don't know what to do with my body. Like today, I was sparring one of my coaches, Dylan. He's the one that's younger than me. He's really fast, and we were working on something specifically. But then he threw a shot and he landed. I don't know if you can see it. It was on this side, and I have now a sign that I need to work on my defense. The moment he landed, I just lost my, I went off script. I just, I just go crazy. And then he just looked at me like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know. You hit me. And I just, <laughs> I just needed oh, to get you back. <laughs> that, oh man. You know what you need to do is you need to get this necklace. You need to get this outfit and the glasses when you arrive. I'm wearing, yeah. Actually I'm working on the necklace. I just haven't find like this, the end part that screws in. And I haven't oh, had time yeah. to go to Walmart. Yeah. But, but I do have the actual bones. Listen, our but, podcast has been killing it. I'm sure if any of our listeners out there want to send Helen some necklaces, uh, we'll leave an address down below here. Just send it to the address down below. I'm not going to throw an address out there just yet. But um, Yeah, just, just give your address and then you send it to me. I don't need any more creeps. <laughs> Helen, I want to wish you best of luck doing DoorDash um and in instacart but mostly i want to wish all of your customers uh safety when they call you start threatening you no no i'm a good old dasher i do my best unless you're a cunt or an asshole then you're gonna get the same back i'm a mirror i just i bash your energy <laughs> oh, i'm just a mirror for you thank you so much helen we had such a blast with you tonight uh as as always and we really hope to talk to you again really soon yeah thank you so much for having me have a good night guys i need to eat my salad which i couldn't eat because i forgot to get utensils so i'm not gonna go downstairs i'm at a hotel room so i'm gonna go downstairs and hope that i can find some utensils so i can have my dinner but oh, it's just really? salad yeah uh, eating a salad have a good night hopefully you get that food and you appreciate the time as always Dylan. best of skill in the coming fight hopefully we definitely get you on here before the next one Sounds good. Good night, guys. Stay safe. All right, All right have a good one. Yeah. Oh man, I that I love was Helen Peralta, everyone. I love that man. It's... My fa my favorite man. I can't wait to see what 2020. All right, so Jamie Henshaw won. Oh, you have to go and look at the replay because nah. um, yeah, uh, I feel bad for her opponent. Uh, she really? hit that girl so hard, her freaking he, she dislocated her ankle. No way, dead way. Knucklemania three for all for all of our listeners out there. Use hashtag Knucklemania three to see all the latest video. Oh, and guys, we better be on Twitter. That's where it's it's all rocking. Let's see where. Oh, I see. Oh my God, look how she just realigns her ankle. Let's see. Let's see here. All right, I'm going to show the video. Okay, okay, okay. This is gnarly. Man. Oh, It's like ouch. you're doing patient 60 degrees the, the wrong way. Yeah. It's, it, it's fading that way. <laughs> ouch. So. Look at that. Amy Henshaw wins another one. Oh, man. That. Wait, hold on. She grabs it. 
and straightens it right back out without even hesitating. Yo, she literally she just relocates said, yeah. it herself. Absolutely. Yo. That is a bad. And then, bro, that. Yo. yo, and now she's just standing up. Get out of here, Steve. Get out. And that's when you throw the BKFC logo in there and say, "That's those are our fighters." Wow! Congratulations to Jamie Hinshaw, man. Uh, she won her last fight by knockout. Yep. As well. Yep. Man, it's a little Di- scrap. Di- Diego uh, lost via doctor stoppage. He was bleeding all over the place. So let's let really quickly. Um, but I'm unfortunately, gonna... unfortunately, Mike Richmond um, got knocked out. It was a great fight, though. Really? He, I know he dropped. Um, I know he dropped Lorenzo. And then so Lorenzo Diego came back and knocked Mike out cold. Really? There was like ten seconds left in the round, and he just pancaked him. That's one of the hardest things about this sport is watching somebody that you know you get to know a little bit and see them go through that. Especially, uh, especially in bare knuckle, bro. Um, what did you say about Diego Sanchez? You said that he lost. Yeah, he lost. Uh, doctor stoppage. He was bleeding all over the place. And um, But the, I mean, the big one, man, was our boy Josh Watson knocking Greg Hardy out cold. Bro, he said he's gonna put a beating on him. Poor, you know. Here's it, and I'll say it one more time. I just can't get behind Greg Hardy coming over to combat sports as you know the back end of his punishment to be like oh i'm much better now i'm not a violent person i can't get behind it man so yeah i'm 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 not gonna touch on that because i'll just i'll just go off on a tangent just what about dodson how dodson do Dodson? he won he got he got another knockout he won man fastest guy in ufc history right there the Mike Richmond versus Lorenzo Hunt, you said, was what? It was a back and forth one, but Hunt Hunt got got the stoppage. He put Mike away. Man, imagine you doing DoorDash and that's your customer. You know, we got to get Lorenzo on here, bro. Yeah, I, I do want to talk to him. But what do you guys want to see on Combat Deviants? What do you guys want to see on Combat Deviants? Let us know at Combat Deviants, and Steve will get it done. All right, Steve, you, you can take my it best. from here. <laughs> I do work some magic. I'll try my best, though. <laughs> He's got the magic click. <laughs> All right, y'all. Steve, you know that, that's going to put a bow on uh, episode uh, 22 here at Combat Deviants. I'm Steve. He's Eddie. Make sure you check out uh, us on all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whether it be combat deviants whether it be belly up sports make sure you're hitting those buttons we got a lot of fun stuff coming for you next the, week we'll the, be discussing john jones versus Cyril gain don't want to miss it yeah and speaking of jones what do you think about john the uh trying to like uh bury the proverbial hatch with dc with dc i had it all lined up for us too dude and i had to delete the photos bro i had all those back and forth right there I love it. We'll discuss it next week. And I really do hope that DC is the commentator because it adds something to the fight with John Jones. There with him. You know how, how he's going to react to the, like, like DC does have some insight that would be useful. 
Yeah. Regardless yeah. of if, if people feel he would be biased or not. And he is biased at times. But typically it's when he's biased, it's for his teammates. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's more. I, I already said it. If I would do anything, I would make sure that DC doesn't call guys that he generally has personal feelings for. When yep. you put him in that element that he right. doesn't do that, he is pro- arguably one of the t- top handful of analysis guys that you have in combat sports, regardless if we're talking MMA or anything. Just because Daniel, ha- you know, is, has such a knowledge in in MMA and wrestling and everything else. So, and he's fun at times. Oh, uh, the best one was sports. I love sports. There's DC doing that, and everyone Joe Rogan's like, "What the hell did you just say?" It's 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 a gif. I got to send it to you, bro. It's one of the funniest things ever. But yeah, man, uh, we'll discuss that next week along with our personal pound for pound list for 2023. And with that being said, I'm Evil Eddie. That's Steve. I'm Eddie two times. Eddie two times. We're gonna do this two more times. All right, guys. Two babe times, two times. Two times. Two times. Yeah, we'll catch you on the rebound. 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 Peace out, fam.